Hello, messy listeners. What you're about to be listening to is one of our original episodes from when it originally aired as part of In Another World, a pop culture podcast that our show is a spinoff from. We just wanted you to have access to all of our original episodes before we did the spinoff. So disregard any references to the podcast that it originally aired from and focus on all of the messy conversations. Welcome to another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. It is Monday, which means that it's time for Messy Mondays. I am Zachary Landolt. And I am Tom Cornell. Oh my goodness. And are we here to cure the weekend? You're here to cure. We are your cure for For the the weekend. weekend. (laughs) Don't we love love a reference to a song no one's heard? (laughs) Not yet. It will be heard. It's made. It's done. It will be heard. Oh god! So Zach, I've had a week. Have, I've had a week. I was just gonna say you have to tell me about this trip because oh, I have gotten subtle was, updates over the week. And I basically I like, didn't tell you because I knew I was like, I'll just save it for the show. Um, okay, so <laughs> I have to be careful. Like, who listens to my show? I don't know. I'm pretty sure my sister does. So, I, like, my sister. Hi, <laughs> Hey, Seth. Hey, Seth. Luckily, nothing that was negative involves my sister, so she can listen to this and, and feel safe. You're safe today. Okay. okay. So I'm going to try to keep this like as succinct as I can because it's it's a thing where like, it's a very interesting story to me. Is it going to be a very interesting story to everyone else? We shall see. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Seth. Okay. So basically, my mom and dad usually come up to the mountains like around where I live every summer in july it's just like it's just a yearly tradition like even last year they did it in like 2020 so i knew they were going to come up and my mom had originally said do you want to find like an airbnb for us and i said sure and i found this lovely rental with like it was it was it was the perfect mix of like secluded but it was five minutes from town so it wasn't like you couldn't get to things it had okay. a wraparound porch it had a hot tub Ooh, it had a, okay uh, it was very very nice i was very proud of it a very good price and my mom was like i love it let's let's book it i was like sounds good so that's the last time i had heard from her and suddenly she comes back she's like never mind i found this whole other house that i want to get instead mm-hmm. she shows me the property I noticed there are no reviews on this property. There are no, no bad. Reviews. And Such I said, Mom, there are no ratings on this. And she's like, well, yeah, we actually would be the first renters of the property. So they're giving us a great price. And I said, mm-hmm. Mom, you're taking a big swing. <laughs> because you have nothing to base this on. So if it's a disaster, you can't even like be that mad. Because it, like... Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> this is already oh, a nightmare. Oh, <laughs> like what like, you just not even said. there. <laughs> I know, but like what you're saying right now is like if I said so, I would never travel with my parents. Full stop. If Girl, you're hearing I, this, parents. I don't like it. It just kind of happens sometimes. <laughs> I'm just saying, like people with like our histories with our parents. It's like, do I really want to spend like time? in solitude with you no no like if i lived with my parents last year i'd be like i wouldn't be alive that's i I used to have like fever dreams about like what if 
like when I was applying for unemployment and things, I'm like, oh god, what if the employment doesn't go through and I have to go home and live with my parents? Like I was, I was getting so stressed about it. Um, but anyway, so I basically, when my mom booked this house, I sort of disengaged from the trip a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I will go to this mystery house with you, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna stay very invested in this. Um, and like, granted, she said like, but we've been in, com- we've been in conversation with the owner and being very accommodating so i was like okay maybe we'll get lucky possibly maybe it's a great house and it's just Mm -hmm. the first time they've rented it so first of all they did not say how secluded this house was now when i say when you're at this house you ain't going nowhere until you leave this house because it is in the middle of nowhere it was up the steepest road you would need a four-wheel drive vehicle to get to this house that's how fucking steep now that being said my dad's four-wheel drive truck on the way up to it got a flat tire because one of the rocks on this road was so sharp it pierced the tire and we were now let me give you a let me give you a vision of how this day started. So I left my house. My parents came to pick up me and my sister at 2:30 in the afternoon. Now this house was, I would say, 40 minutes from where I live. Um, we did not step foot into the home until 9 p.m. <laughs> so and oh my god the owner my dad my dad is someone who like refuses to like accept that bad things are happening and he'll just find he'll try to find the silver lining or just be friendly to everything and Mm -hmm. we were were, like not feeling this and my dad's like it's so nice that the owner is giving us a ride to the house i'm like dad it's his property if he didn't help us, we could leave a scathing review. Like, this is not that special. So anyway, mm-hmm. finally, we realize we can't even, like, put the spare on my dad's truck because the spare is stuck to the car. It, like, somehow the thing that holds it in place was, like, <laughs> welded to the car. So we literally could not even get, <laughs> girl, we could even get someone out there to look at this tire until the next day. So at that point, <laughs> We literally at one point were just carrying the groceries we had bought up. I mean, like, and they made it sound like it's just around this corner. No, 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 mama. It was up this run road. You turned right. You went down this road. Then you finally got to the driveway of the house and had to go up this hill to get to. And I went a hill, a hill, a hill. And it was hot. It was like 90 degrees. It was so hot. So we finally get to the house. And I step into the threshold. And at first, everything seemed very normal. Like the, the kitchen <laughs> the kitchen seemed normal. The living room seemed normal. But let, let's, be, let's start with how, they, how he advertised this place. So he said that it slept six people. No, no, no. There was the main bedroom, which was like a king-size bed. There was the room I was sleeping in, which had like, I think it was a a full-size bed. But then there was no futon in the living room, as said, for my sister. It was two recliners that he was trying to flatten out and then like save, and you can sleep across them like a futon. To which my sister said, so, so to be clear, it's not a futon. It's two recliners. And he goes, well, yes. (laughs) 
so that's already where we're starting. And also, he said there was a grill. There was no grill. There was one grill that he said, well, I do have this flat hibachi grill on this porch, but it's out of gas. So that's already bad enough. But then we look at the Mm -hmm. grill, it's covered in rust. And so we're like, well, actually, it's also just covered in rust. So we cannot use it. He's like, that is correct. Also, wait, the owner is there with you as you are like like, running, running through the. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because we had all the shit with the car. So originally he was trying to like help us get the like. Sure, sure. I guess I'm just thrown by the idea. The audacity of someone to be like, just push the recliners together. Oh, my sister was not having it. She was like. So it's not a futon. And he's like, no. well, no. Um, also, he admitted that this was the fourth time he had rented this house. It was not the first time. Something he had not told my mom. Also, when we first got there, the stove didn't work. And he had to fix the pilot light on the stove. So there was just a lot going on. Yeah. And I don't even remember if I messaged you. I don't know when I messaged you. I remember I was so deliriously tired. And I was just like... Um... I think you just, I think you were like, <laughs> I just got into the house. And I think that there was no preface to it. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that like you had like, le- I didn't realize that like you had I, been I'm having sorry, a so trip. tired. I thought I had told you. Yeah. Yeah. You were just like, we just got to the house. And I was like, okay. like okay. Um, Congratulations. Cool. And you were like, the car broke down. And I was like, okay, that sucks. <laughs> and you're like, no one can come until tomorrow. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay. I was like, I don't know that I feel like I should engage with you right now, just because I was like, you're clearly going through something, some trauma. Some trauma. I'll come back some out tomorrow. Mama. I'll come out. I'll come out. Are you all right? Are you alive? Are you good? You okay? Oh, yeah. So like, everyone was just like hot and bothered and cranky, and just like I remember, we were gonna like make this whole dinner, and just everyone was too tired. I was like, we're just gonna make fucking sandwiches. Mm-hmm. and call it call it a night and we now the only thing that was as advertised was the hot tub on the porch and that was that was lovely but okay at what cost um uh a two two chairs being a futon oh girl like i'm like i if you think that's not gonna be in the review that we write i'm like um it doesn't sleep sex unless two people want to sleep in recliners then you're you're all you're all set yeah, oh I and the, in- the the second bathroom like the the non-master bathroom, the shower didn't work. Yeah, it was like a whole... Why are these people renting out this place? Oh, girl, I don't know. It was not ready. Like, it was not ready to be rented. No. Oh, there (sighs) you are. So, all that to be said... uh, Oh, oh, and one more thing. Um, (laughs) He said, oh, and it's walking distance to a creek. A lovely creek where you could spend some time. Now, when I hear walking distance to a creek, I think a short little walk, a non-strenuous hike. Oh, but he does casually say to my to my dad, like, oh, um, just so you know, the road is a little steep. That's all he says. It's a little steep. And so we're like, okay, but like, you know, my parents go to the mountains a lot. They're pretty like fairly fit, like for their age. They'll be like, oh, it'll be fine. Oh my god, it was. Like, I was, like, almost laughing at how, like, we're going to die on this road. <laughs> it was so steep. It was borderline vertical at this one point where I was like, Dad, you're going to fall down this hill and, like, break a hip or something. Like, it was fucking... Oh, and, and by the way, the whole time we're going down, my my brain is like, oh, guess what, bitch? 
you get to do this in reverse later um and so i was like the whole time we were at the creek i'm like i can't even enjoy this creek because all i can think about is how we have to walk back up that hill <laughs> so when we go back it was so intense it was so hot it was like again like 90 degrees the whole time mm-hmm. in, and like all the sun beaming down my dad had to like grasp a like hiking stick and dig it into the ground to not like fall over when going up this hill we had to take like multiple stops it was so steep we finally got back to the house i like guzzled down a protein drink and like inhaled a sandwich because my body was just like nutrients any sort of nutrients would be fabulous so yeah I was so, and I was so ready to go home because also with my parents, I can't just like smoke weed as I normally would do for stress. Mm-hmm. So I was so ready to go. I love my, I mean, I love my family and all, all the blah, blah, blah. Um, love does not mean you like to spend lengthy periods of time with someone. Well, you know what it is also? Here's the thing. Dealing with my parents can be stressful on its own. I don't need a twist. I don't need an added <laughs> pressure. I don't need like a fucking. <laughs> All I'm just imagining is like Laganja Estranja, like splitting into this house and just be like, oh, so you wanted a twist? Oh, y'all wanted a twist, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't need that. Um, yeah, like I was like by the last day, I was so ready to go. Like, I was so like, are we leaving yet? Are we like are we having lunch before you drop me back off at my house or are we just going like I was just like and I feel bad because like I was it was lovely to see my sister because she lives in California so I don't see her very often mm-hmm. but I was I was even just like girl I gotta go <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been great to see you again and I think I'm gonna see her again hopefully in a few days before she flies back but I was just like I gotta go <laughs> I gotta go honey I gotta go <laughs> it was just the most stressful trip we've and I and all I could also kept thinking was like, I want to go on an actual adult vacation where I can drink and like get stoned and like relax and you know mm. be myself. Like it's just, it's, yeah, wowie. Um, complete curveball, but I did want to mention this. So uh, I don't know. On our first episode, we talked yeah. about the relaunch of Gossip Girl, how it was coming back. Yeah. And I kind of like was like, uh-huh, I'll never watch it. I'm into it. I'm 100% into it. <laughs> I have watched it every week. I like casually threw the first episode on and I was like, I'm here for this. I'm, it is trash, right. but I'm here for it. There's a character named Max. I call him the new Chuck Bass. If you've ever watched mm, Gossip Girl, but yeah, you're not yeah. watching the new one, he's the new Chuck Bass. That's what I'm really, but, my, but he's bisexual. Ooh, it's best. It's awesome. We love to see it's, it. Let's the first episode. Uh, there's like, he's like in between these two hot people. He's like making out with this girl, and then the guy who's like sitting on his other side puts some kind of like pill in his mouth, and then Max turns around and they makes out with him to like you know have the pill. I was just like, what is going on? I was like, this is bananas. It's a banana show. It's of course like super over the top, but I think that the newer one knows it's camp and yeah. is kind of leaning into it a little bit more. Cause I feel like original Gossip Girl was like, well, we have to be like a little bit grounded. This show is like not grounded. <laughs> like, there is no grounding. <laughs> They're not even pretending. You actually already know, you find out who, you know who Gossip Girl is going into the series. So, oh shit. Okay. Uh, so that's interesting. So you're now, you also know who Gossip Girl is, what they're doing, why they're doing their motivation for it. So it's, right. it's, it's a much different. It's a different atmosphere. But does, I, I does love Kristen it. Bell still do the narration? She does. 
Mm. She does, but she's she's not like in the show, in the show, obviously. Right. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, never mind. I, if you want to watch it, I don't want to. I think spoil I am going to watch it, actually. I've heard several people now say the same thing. And like the track. cast, the cast, uh, despite some, some of them are like young, young, but like, yeah. you know, some of them are like mid 20s and like right. uh, some of them are hot, but also some of the teachers are hot. Like there are Ooh, some I other highly, very attractive people. In love a hot show. teacher. And there's like nudity, which is fun. You know. Oh, no. Oh, right. It's not on like CW. It's on HBO, honey. It sort of feels like it was trying to be like Gossip Girl mixed with Euphoria. It's not like that. Oh no! Uh, okay, having right. as someone who has watched you said Euphoria, your opinion, fuck that. Uh, no, it's just there's no like weird drug-induced dream sequence shit. Well, it's not that, but like I guess that you can be more um, graphic. Naked. Yeah. Sure. It's definitely that. It's more like, naked, more drugs. I guess they are and doing more a lot queer? of drugs, but I feel like they. Very queer. Isn't there a trans uh, ca- uh, um, uh, cast member as well? Maybe. It, if they are, it's I not read their storyline. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't think... Well, I don't know if they were even making a storyline out of it. They were just going to let it be oh. reality. I mean... I could be wrong, but I thought I read I, that. You know, you, you might... Uh, there is one girl who has terrible eyebrows, and I think about <laughs> it every time she's on screen. They're flat, and I don't know what she's trying to do with them. I mean, I'm sure... <laughs> I can't tell if like it was a conscious decision that the show wanted her to have these eyebrows or if she just has these eyebrows right, and she's, right. it's like an unfortunate situation and I just can't figure it out. And she kind of looks like a robot. I'm not 100% convinced that she's not a robot. Right. But I'm having a great time. I also think that she's the character I really do the most, which is like upsetting. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the first episode, everyone's talking about this one thing and they keep turning to her for her opinion and she was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, like doesn't even know what the conversation was. She's just like, like she has to explicitly be asked. Like that and then she thing. immediately t- turns out again. And then they ask her again, as if she had been listening to the conversation from the last time she checked it. She's like, I literally do not know what any of you are talking about right now. But she has been in the scene the whole time. I love. I love that. They've been, speaking of HBO Max, they've just been releasing, especially through like their Instagram account, all of these fucking photos for the Sex and the City reboot that's coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. And just like that, as it's going to be called this time. And I'm so ready. I'm like, I'm like, when's the release date? Give us a release date. Because I know you have filmed episodes now in, in the can. Like, they, I've have seen... to edit them. Do you want it to be good? I know. I want it. I want it now. (laughs) Yeah, you. What happened to the girl who wanted it now in Willy Wonka? She dead. She did. (laughs) She died. Oh, it's just a very. It's just exciting to see all the actors back in you know on the set filming shit. Also, what also makes me feel so fucking old though is they um like several of the characters have children obviously on the show Mm -hmm. and they're like. They've been doing these like cast announcements, like "Oh, so and so will be back for the show," or like "This person is this new character." But they've also been showing the actors that are playing the children, and I went, "Oh, right, they're adults now." Like, yeah, they're like in college. (laughs) Like, it's been ten years since the last movie, so like they're like at least in college, and so that's just Mm -hmm. like wild to me aging is part of life isn't that funny? also i'm just confused what's going to be though because 
in a good way, but they have really diversified the cast. But that also means they've added so many new characters um, that I'm I'm curious. I, I'm I'm curious how it's all gonna because as we all know, Kim Cattrall will not be Samantha again. So it's mm-hmm. I wonder if they're gonna try to make someone the like quote unquote fill in for her, or if they're just going to make it more of an ensemble thing. Um, I feel like the, if they introduce like a fourth friend, uh, the archetype is gonna have to be the opposite of Samantha or like something completely different. Like you can't make it like the sex girl you know well, yeah I, that's why i'm almost wondering if it's like instead of just replacing her they're just opening up the ensemble more it's like oh it's gonna be about like more people than like the quote-unquote like core four that's always been about you know i you are clearly seeing more than i am because i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> cool great well i think it's because uh, well, I, I, since I, I follow it so intensely on instagram it sends yeah. me like oh do you want to look at these press photos of like paparazzi that took pictures of them filming i'm like yes <laughs> i did see a couple people i saw a couple tiktoks i didn't realize what was happening the first couple ones that i saw but it was like people just filming them filming the, the new series or the new season right. or whatever but it took me a really long time i was like people were like oh my god it's sarah jessica parker but like sarah jessica parker is like always in new york so i was just like okay like i don't understand how this is like more exciting she than still any looks other like day. herself like i don't know she looks good yeah and then i realized she, they like filmed her walking into some kind of restaurant and then they were filming up against the window so i then i saw charlotte and then i was like oh i see that's what's happening. That's what. That's why we're excited that we're seeing Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker today. I also know? love that Cynthia Nixon is just like, I'm going to be a silver fox this time. And I'm actually just not going to dye my hair. Who did that? Uh, Cynthia Nixon, Miranda. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. She's like, mm, I'm not going to dye my hair red again. No, I'm actually just going to keep it silver. Well, they are older. Yeah, I love that. It's like fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're older. It's okay. They're older. It's fine i also remember people saying like oh you can really tell that kristen davis got uh lip injections i'm like and what if she did and what if she did who who cares who wasn't cares? she just in that weird netflix movie oh god i didn't watch it i watched a review about it and i was like this is wild <laughs> i i assume they didn't love it uh they just talked about there's big plot holes in it and it, it sounded like yeah. an interesting concept that did not get like <laughs> yeah all the way through <laughs> also my thing is even if like she got like you know lip injections that you could like sort of tell she got lip injections mm-hmm. she's uh, like she's a a upper east side like fancy lady like rich white lady like she is yeah, the kind of person like... that probably would have that anyway <laughs> yeah it doesn't it's not like out of the realm of possibility right. for charlotte to get her lips done it's not like she's like a working class like waitress <laughs> <laughs> like you're like that doesn't make any sense also like what if that's some weird storyline right like it could be like it could right. be like charlotte's like a whole episode is like i don't know because charlotte that's the only way that's the 10 that she gives us it's always jan with charlotte <laughs> well and also like um she then had like she went on live kristen davis i think it was yesterday to address the rumors <laughs> she addressed the rumors no but she looked great so i'm like even if she got work done like she like you guys are making people can take one fucking photo of someone and suddenly make an entire narrative like oh see they ruined their mm-hmm. face i'm like because in that one picture their lips looked like a little more plump than usual like <laughs> jesus christ get a hobby or like that really one terrible picture of demi lovato um <laughs> on that one red carpet where oh they like God. what do they call that 
that they there is a name for that particular photo and i cannot think of it but like it's like the lighting was weird like it just was it just didn't turn out right <laughs> yeah. right oh Man, my internet oh. culture is unbelievable Oh, I remember when people were saying that Renee Zellweger ruined her face because there was one paparazzi photo where she looked like she'd had an eye lift. And then I saw her in her next fucking movie. I'm like, no, she looks exactly like herself. That's she's always looked like. Like, my God, I can't even. So you told me that you watched Schmigadoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I did watch Schmigadoon. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing about Schmigadoon. Mm -hmm. um, there's been four episodes so far. They release every Friday. I think you checked in after the second episode i did you, like had some thoughts but what's I did. been going so, on um so the problem was i had watched the first two episodes and i probably was a little stoned but i'll just say i was not stoned enough because after the ah. first two episodes yeah it's, 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 it's a delicate <laughs> that's balance. the conclusion <laughs> a delicate balance because i it's not that i didn't like it but i was kind of like eh. Eh, it's okay i don't know if i can watch this whole thing like i was i wasn't sure if something wasn't landing right and then i got really really stoned and watched episode three and okay. i think it on it untapped <laughs> what am i even trying to say <laughs> i don't know you're like i actually I can't, couldn't tell you <laughs> i can't help you oh <laughs> um, no i think it like unlocked the absurdity of the comedy of that show in a way where now i could like really get the tone of it and suddenly it was like very weird and hilarious and i was just like cackling you know it doesn't strike me as a show that i personally would enjoy the no, higher that no. i am i, I think know. it'd be i think i would only get worse <laughs> oh absolutely like, absolutely absolutely well, here's like, thing. it's such specific references like unless you are mm -hmm. someone who really knows like classic rogers and hammerstein 1940s musicals it's not a brandy one no <laughs> yeah that <laughs> like also i think I the only Sorry. reason it's hilarious to me is because we did oklahoma when i was in high school and so i had to watch oklahoma at fuck ton and so there and there is just a specific stylization to those old musicals that are truly wild um yeah it's just it's it's but it's i'm i will say i'm very curious how they're gonna make this plot last an entire season because right now i'm enjoying it and i get what they're doing but i'm like is this gonna be a mini series or is this a whole new show like i just i'm very confused how it's gonna continue. so cecily that's her she's like the showrunner cecily, too yes yeah yeah she was on lost culture Yes. and they were talking she was talking about like they're hoping for a season two so that's concerning that you're like how are they going to stretch this to a season <laughs> maybe they wrapped it up in a way where if they didn't get renewed it would at least work as a thing onto itself possibly maybe i don't know it's only about streaming either. they cancel shit all the time and so you'll just have these shows well, just like go boop <laughs> it has we, no we are like in the true wild west of television right now it's oh <sighs> Because they don't know how to get our eyes on TV. <laughs> they don't. Like they don't. They don't know what. They don't know who. They're like. It's like it has to be prestige, and it has to be someone that only did movies up until a certain point, and now <laughs> only do prestige television. Right. It's like you're Nicole Kidman's. You're Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon loves Kate a limited Winslet. run series. Kate Winslet. Yeah. Because she was in that the mayor or whatever. Mayor of Easttown. 
uh, yeah, I, that missed me completely. I like didn't even know it was happening. And then all of a sudden everyone was like, can you believe how this ended? And I was like, I didn't even know it was a show that I was supposed to be <laughs> cognizant of. That's how fast the cycle is now. Like, I didn't I'm, know it was I, a show that was being made until it was like two weeks before it was going to come out. I'm like, oh, she did a TV show? Yeah. Like I'm watching two shows live. One of them is Drag Race. And then the other one is the new Gossip Girl. They release on the same day. So it's very easy for me to remember. Like I have to watch both things. And they are both uh, originals to an app. So right. I can watch them as a, if I wanted, if I wanted to wake up on a Thursday and watch both of them to start my day, <laughs> I could. Right. Like, I don't, I think we're past the time. I'll, I'll wait for a day, but I won't wait until like a time of day. <laughs> Right. I, oh, by the way, a true moment, of my, the culture highlight of my week. Um, I'm not going to talk about the episode, but just a moment. There was a moment on the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6 where Kylie Sonique was casting her ballot for who she thought should go home. And she like put her lipstick in the box and then she like turned away. She was walking out of the room. Yeah. And then she stopped and like looked back over her shoulder, like mugged at the camera for a second. And I was like, I want you to win so bad. <laughs> like in this moment, like all of this fantasy Kylie, is making me very happy. Kylie is a treat. Oh, the, she is the, delivering. She is. I I am. I have feelings, but I like sure. don't know how to sort any of them about that show anymore. Oh, sure. It's none, none of them are bad, but right. it's just, none of them make me want to stop watching. Like it has happened in the past, right. but I, 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 as conflicted as I feel about Jan, I do feel for the way she got eliminated. It felt rough. It felt real rough. I felt, I felt bad. Do you, are you implying there's something rough about saying to someone that they lack a soul? <laughs> that's not even what i'm talking about ah. i'm just talking about how the producers were like alexis you're gonna pull the one out of this titty first that Wait, one has oh, to come out first my and then you're gonna pull out the other one and that one's gonna have we're Jan's gonna give the girl we already know that jan's getting eliminated and we're gonna still send her out. <laughs> yeah like that was rough that was rough i mean of course the stuff that they were saying to her was rough but i didn't necessarily disagree with no, it I so i was like that's fine disagree. have those conversations but like I think that's why it's so complicated because I technically agree with all the notes they gave her. So I don't feel like they were being, but it does still feel harsh. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it feels harsh, but it does feel correct. So part of me is like, well, you go on this show to get critiqued. Like, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but it's also like, did they need to be so fucking rough with her? Yeah, I think that's the thing that's interesting is that like Jan and Pandora's trajectory as far as critiques are similar, but different because both of them on their original seasons got the same critiques that they are getting now and yeah. it's like okay where is the mis <laughs> misconnect especially for pandora who has had like a decade to prepare yeah. for this you know which is very like, demure it has nothing to do with her personality i'm talking about like pandora's runway sucked on her season and they continue to suck <laughs> okay now hold on <laughs> a second this season. i will agree she's not but don't you think that she is at least she's glowing up from where she was like i think her looks have been like at least compared to where we used to be with pandora they at least don't stick out where you're just like holy shit that looks so awful. there is like more thought put into them but like did we miss some fittings because everything looks like it's eating her alive yeah, yeah, everything yeah. looks like it's eating her alive and like it's one thing to like it'd be really funny if you like called yourself the grandma but then like pulled off some looks but she's <laughs> not like she's she looks like a grandma because that's how she dresses and she like dresses in the like the fit of someone mm. who doesn't know how big their body is and it's just mm -hmm. like a little bit i did like her look this week though i thought it was very pretty 
It was, but that's because it's like a vintage. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I feel, I feel skirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like whenever she like had something more challenging, that's not really her aesthetic to pull <laughs> off. It was like, what's going I on? Guess, I, I guess it's just, I. it's so, it's so, such a read. Um, it just from where we started was so rough where it'd be like a dress without any lining or like you know like any m on it so the fact that the stuff even looks as polished as it does i'm like wow she's the best she's ever looked well you have to forgive pandora she was on season two of the show initially yeah. and then she was on one episode of all stars all stars one, so. one. Yeah, so, like, she really didn't get to show, like, you know what I mean? Like, Where she spent the entire episode just sulking because she knew she was going home first. Right. And then I, I imagine that's what we're going to see next week, but what do I know? I have a feeling she's going to win next week, but then, then she'll just get sent the home the next week. <laughs> I mean, that sounds likely, too. Like, they'll give uh, her a win so she can be like, see, you finally got a win after all this time, but then she'll just, you know, go home. I don't know. I feel like she has to be like the next or the the next next to go, or I I will be a little bit upset. I think it's gonna be either her or Eureka, unless Eureka wins Snatch Game. But I don't think she's gonna win Snatch Game. Yeah, she did well in Snatch Game. She did. So I don't. I wonder who she'll pick. I don't. Is it Snatch Game of Love next (sighs) week? Yeah. Oh. I do wonder who Sonique is gonna do as well. I mean, I'll I'll watch, but I won't like it. I know. Oh yeah, right. It's not good. Um, well, since this is Messy Monday, should we officially dive into our Messy Monday segment? Let's do it. Remember, listeners, you can always call in. Not that you ever do, but you can call 412-437-8558 to the Messy Mondays hotline, and you can leave a messy story or ask a question about something you need some advice about. You know, um, we'd love for you to call. You never do. You know, you know, just call us. Just call. Can you just call Can us? you actually just call? Look. Flames. 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 <laughs> Flames. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah. what happened to those people that you thought there was like a handful of people? I had friends that said they were going to call in and I'm not calling out no names. I will say people. It's it's thirty seconds. Leave a voicemail. Like come on, like I would love. We'd love to play them, and you'll get featured on an episode. Isn't that a ton of fun? That's yeah. that sound fun. It sounds like fun. I'm ready. Be aggressive. Or if you don't want to leave a voicemail, you also can write in at messymondayshow at gmail.com or you can tweet at us on Twitter with hashtag messymondays. So all of that being said. Um, I have a few things this week. I have a couple of things as well. Ooh. Do you want to go first? Sure. Do you want, where do you want to start? Do you want to give uh, advice to someone who's fresh out of high school? Or do you want to talk about being an uncle? Or do you want to talk about nail painting? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start maybe with, the, maybe with the high school advice. Sure. Okay. This is from Ask K-Bros. Guys who are awkward, lonely, slash bullied in school. How long did it take to get over it? As the title suggests, I had all those qualities when I was in high school. Always felt like an outsider, I guess mainly because I realized I was gay very early and I have accepted that I won't fit in with straight guys. Due to bullying and being excluded, I accepted I will be alone and became socially isolated. Things change a little over the years, but I'm 22 now, looking better, have a job, money, etc. But I barely have any friends, and honestly, I just can't get myself to believe 
anyone would want to spend time with me. Sure, there are some people I might call friends, but I just feel like a burden. Uh, I always think that I must have better friends or other things to do, or and I'm just wasting their time. Oh. Does it ever get better? I just hate that even though so many things have changed, I still feel as lonely as awkward as that nobody like in school. Ouch. I would suggest therapy. The first (laughs) word that was just flashing in my brain was therapist, therapist. This requires a therapist. (laughs) This is a lot. This is a heavy one. Because it sounds like there's some deep rooted, and I and let me tell you, I'm not coming from a judging place. I'm saying mm-hmm. I myself am just about to start getting back into therapy for myself because sometimes things are outside of our um, realm of doing, and we need help, and we need help yeah. for many things in this life. And Guidance. it sounds like there is some mental health and confidence issues that could be addressed, and I think that will help a lot of these issues. Yeah, it, it's. I get it. You're still very young, twenty two. Oh yeah, you're a baby. Young. First of all, so don't um, feel like you're lost. I I think you're like you are personally carrying what you felt like in high school with you, yeah. and then putting that onto other people. Because by the time you're twenty two, I would say it's like there's where's the hierarchy who are you dealing with yeah. now like you like there's no popular people who would want to be your friend right. like we're <clears throat> excuse me like you're on the same playing field as everyone else and unfortunately for you if you like went to college you are now forced to have to make friends in a different way which is difficult and the global pandemic is currently happening so yeah. like there's a lot of things that are like hard specifically right now for you to like make friends yeah yeah, I you need to go. I, the, I hate to say this, dear writer, <laughs> but the problem, unfortunately, is you in this scenario, and, okay. and you need to like change what you view yourself as, and then other people will see that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you said something that took me uh, again. I'm coming at this from like really understanding what they're saying, um, but uh, uh, like. If you feel like people would rather just not be spending time with you, that you're just creating that narrative in your head. Like that's that's not something you know people are thinking. Um, mm-hmm. Also, you have to just like you have to allow yourself to feel worthy of people and realize that high school is just bullshit. It's just a bunch of people dealing with hormones in the same space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and when you're an adult, there is no cool table that's gonna like sneer at you and if people are sneering at you those are just assholes when you're an adult and you just don't you know stay friends with them I would recommend other than therapy I would (laughs) say sometimes I think we forget that there are entire like special interest groups for almost everything nowadays and depending on where they live if they live in a slightly uh heavily populated area i bet there's a special interest social group you could join and you could that could probably help with making friends um yeah just uh you gotta let go of that high school child that went through those things because uh the longer you hold on to it the more time it's wasting in your life is what i would say i agree Uh, well um i have a couple different things this week so i have so I'll give you some options. Love that. Um, 
do you want to answer a general question that was asked about um, the gay community? Or do we want to hear a funny story about porn or a story of a text sent to a wrong person? Which one do you want to hear first? Let's start with the general question. Okay. The general question was, and this was from Ask Gay Man. What do you gay man? Ask gay man. (laughs) Okay. What do you think is the best city in the US for gay men? Oh wow. And I'm tempted to say San Francisco, but it's also so insanely overpriced that you're not just gonna go there and live this fantasy that you see on Instagram. Like it's unless you Well, I don't know what in what aspect or like are you talking about like, I guess dating then the, like, overall, or like, like culture, you know, uh, safety, you know, all, um, all of those sort of things in a little cocktail? Well, then I would, I don't even know that that exists. Well, uh, sure. I mean, there's, um, um, well, I'm just saying, because like, you know, my first thought was Key West. No, I, I don't know what too. it would oh, be. Yeah, yeah. I thought it went there I don't, too. I don't know like what it would be like to live there. Like, I feel like living there and like visiting there are very different I've things. Heard different but it is things. like, it is very gay and obviously there are like local drag performers that like live and perform there and like it's very friendly like very gay I've friendly heard I it's ne- lovely it he, i <laughs> surprise like i don't like hot beach yeah, I get that. related vacations it's like not my thing Same. and i went there for a wedding a destination wedding and i had such a good time that i was unexpected it was wow. i tr- truly a treat i would i want to go back it was wow. very gay it was very fun i loved it i loved everything i would I love to do that um if you ever want to take a gay trip down to key west oh i it's just the only thing is like it's so so expensive i mean not it'd be it'd be a planned trip yeah yeah no i just am like i'm just saying the amount of money that was spent to go and stay i feel like once i was there like i spent money but it wasn't like a lot right. like, I'm not a souvenirs person and it's oh, not yeah, a place yeah. where I can go sometimes I'll go like expensive shopping when I'm on vacation because I'm like <laughs> I'm on vacation I can buy whatever I want um, <laughs> right. and you can't really do that there so like it was mostly just alcohol is that was <laughs> like what I was yeah. spending money on and I don't think I spent like an erroneous amount of money on like food and stuff so it's like the getting and staying there is is where the price tag is um like I don't want to say New York because like New York can be scary yeah. LA even though it's like a populated city, it sounds like there's a very specific type of homosexual that lives in LA. There's just based on yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. And like Chicago also can be scary. So I don't know that there is like a right answer to this question. It depends on like what you are truly looking for within the gay community. Like yeah, there's going to be a lot of gay spaces in those cities, those big cities. But it's like, are there going to be gay spaces that you want to frequent? You know, yeah. I don't know. I would say, I guess we could answer it for ourselves. What do you think if you had to pick a city in all of the U.S. to live in? Which one would you choose? And I'm choosing it exclusively because of like... You think it'll be the best gay move for you. This question's a doozy. I'm like, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, Yeah, it's actually a little harder answer than I thought it was going to be. You know what? This is is a curveball. However, uh, I'm going to pick Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) Okay. All right. But I've been to Columbus, I would say like a number of times, and there's a very big gay scene. There's like a gay yeah. like area, but like I imagine the cost of living in Columbus is not 
erroneously high because it's in Columbus, Ohio, which is like in the middle of Ohio, right? Which is like a red state, which is like, you know, scary. It can be scary thinking about that. But, you know, it's like Columbus is very liberal. Like that's like one of those liberal bubbles, you know, that you can find in some states. And I, it's, it's just a friendly place to be. And I really enjoy it. I don't know if it's because it's like a combination, like it's such a gay space in like where it's at the, the the bubble i don't know how to explain it but like no, it yeah, just yeah, yeah. is a delight and i i i don't want to live somewhere where it's super hot so <laughs> i would like to keep visiting key west but i don't think it's a place i would like to live yeah i think i'm i'm going to choose a random one but i just always hear about how much fun it is especially with like the nightlife and the entertainers and things that are there um i'm going to choose uh provincetown massachusetts now is provincetown as gay in the off season as it is in the summertime that's my question i feel like you would find many a homosexual living there okay that makes sense i I feel like it's probably not as intense but i do feel like there's probably a definite uh gay gay vibe to be felt if you knew where to look for it yeah i love that That which i kind of like i like it coming in waves i also feel like that's uh, we both picked answers where it was like we're clearly like in our 30s and we're like oh the cost of living probably wouldn't be too bad and like I was like when I, you said province I was like yeah like people our age would hang out there I'm not it wouldn't be like all 20 somethings you know I'm just like that was what I thought I was like yeah I think I'd like well that. I always just hear about amazing things like Ben de la Creme saying she's gonna go up and do a month-long you know residency there and stuff and I'm like that just sounds like fun Again, that's like in the on season. I know, I know. I just am saying. I'm, I'm, but I would live not... there so I could go where that happened. Oh my God, my pants are like rolling down my <laughs> legs right now. Okay, I'm good. I'm adjusted. <laughs> I'm adjusted. Um, yeah. Okay, where that's where we're going to gay live. <laughs> in our gay, fa- uh, our fantasies are Provincetown and Columbus. <laughs> we're doing great. Actually, you know, I sometimes I do have an ultimate fantasy of living somewhere like Fort Lauderdale. I just like, I don't know. But then I think, do I want to live like it's it's all complicated. Like it's I have a fantasy version of it, but then I have the Mm -hmm. version that I'm sure it actually is. That's yeah, that's a twofold. That's I I think there's not a right answer there. Yeah, it's like you're gonna have to make that decision and then live (laughs) if you make that decision. Fort Lauderdale. A lovely city to visit as well. Um, <laughs> I've been there. I love Fort Lauderdale to visit, but to I would visit. not want to live there. It's I imagine it's very expensive to live there. Just or to live in a nice place there, I imagine it's very very expensive. Yeah, but if I'm I not even talking about like outlandishly nice. I'm just talking about like livable. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that too. Yeah. Oh well. Well. Um. Okay. I have another one if you would like. Go for it. Okay. How to temper your family's expectations when it comes to being an uncle. So here's the thing. I don't like kids. They make me uncomfortable and I don't know how to interact with them. Neither myself nor my partner want kids. And in our late 20s, and we think we're old enough to turn old enough to make that determination. This is one of the many things my family refuses to understand. My sister has children and expects me to be there ever present. Sorry. Let me hit that sentence from the top. My <laughs> sister has children and expects me to be the ever-present and entirely devout uncle to her children. I tried when the first one was little, but was burned by the brother-in-law, who is a bigot and a bad husband, so I mm-hmm. keep my distance. My mom is 110% a committed grandma and, frankly, is more present for my sister's kids than she was for our childhood. In parentheses, this is a trauma for another time. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. I thought I was good enough 
brother and son. I also think I'm decent, a decent enough person, polite, socially conscious, empathetic. I engage with my family on social media and via text. They know I have a demanding job and only have the weekend to myself. Also, there are they are all anti-vax, so I'm unable to see them in person. Oh. Now it seems like because I'm now it seems like because I am a bad uncle, in air quotes, nothing I do otherwise is good enough. Something mm. traumatic happened to my sister earlier in the week, and my family forgot to tell me, which is in quotes, because they, quote, didn't think I cared because it was related to my sister's pregnancy. So now I'm the bad guy, the horrible uncle and bad person, and I'm starting to believe it. Uh, how do you temper your family's expectations when it, they want the opposite to what your personality or desire yeah. is? Fuck them. Death. Talk. Death. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I relate to this a little bit, not in the uncle way, because I I am not an uncle. Mm-hmm. But as I've grown up, as I've gotten older with my family, I have this thing where I'm like, you know what? I am who I am, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna live my life how I'm gonna live my life. And if you truly have a problem with it, then you can see me even less. Is kind of where I'm at. Um. So I say stop worrying so much. If you know if you know you're a good person and you're not doing anything to like neglect your family and you just need to create boundaries for yourself where like listen, all I have is my weekends. I need that time to recharge. Like, you know, find the balance that works for you. See them when you can, you know, feel like you can make that space. And I don't know. I'm just not I'm not as close as to my family as this person sounds. Other, you know, like my sister I'm close to, but like, sure. I mean, I just went on family vacation, but it was like, <laughs> we go on like one a year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess to me, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think that this is like such an easy one. I don't, my, my instinct is not to, I, I agree with you on some aspects of it, oh, yeah. but I, I would say to your family, um, like the thing not telling, like, I don't know what happened to your sister or the pregnancy. Like that sounds, whatever it is, it said traumatic. And to find out that later as like family, and it sounds like everything ever, they normally keep in the loop because I don't think that this person would have been offended uh-huh. if they weren't that close to their family and no one told him. So my guess, I just think that that's very wrong. Like, even if I haven't talked to like someone in a very long time. I mean, no, that I feel I like that. With, yeah. yeah. So I just, I don't, I would kind of, I would have that conversation with them because I think that would be like, hey, listen, I know our relationships aren't perfect, but like when my sister or whatever happens, yeah. like I, that's something that you need to tell me right away. Oh, and that's something yeah. like I want to be there for, like, you know, as much as I can be there for you in that moment. That was wrong. Yeah. Not allowing uh, them even a chance to be there more. That's, that's fucked. Yeah. So I will say, I don't, because it's a little too, late for this for this particular thing so I can relate to like not enjoying kids and then having not family but like friends have kids mm-hmm. and I'm like currently going through this right now and yeah. I this is like not I'm not here to like call out I think no, yeah, yeah. Tiffany and I <laughs> that like the co-host of my other podcast and my best friend we have like obviously had lots of conversations with us. She's pregnant. Um, she wanted, she's always wanted to have a kid. So I'm very excited for her. Mm-hmm. And, but what I did tell Tiffany and like what Tiffany knows is like, I'm not a, I'm not a kid person. I'm not, I don't want like this, like this writer, I don't want kids. I have no intentions of like having kids in the future. And like, that's a decision as a 30 year old that like, 
I make and I'm comfortable with. And mm-hmm. I like told her, I was like, listen, I'm very happy for you. And I'm excited that you are getting something that like, we weren't sure that you were going to get because like, we weren't sure if she was going to be able to have kids. So like, that was like mm-hmm. a win. Right. Yeah. But I was like, but what I will tell you is like, I don't know like what our relationship will look like on the other side of this. And like, I think like we've been very good at communicating. Like I know enough about Tiffany's pregnancy and how it's going to like, you know, know these things, but like I, she, like I, we like had the conversation where it's like, we're not only talking about her pregnancy and like whenever she has the kid, it's like not going to be all we talk about. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be the other friend where like, I was like, you have a bunch of friends who are moms and are very excited. I'm way more excited about your pregnancy than I am. So like, (laughs) those are the people you have those conversations with, but like, I don't know what my relationship with this child is going to be, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm always going to be a hundred percent there for Tiffany. So it's like kind of change your mindset just a little bit. And I'm sure when you meet Tiffany's kid it'll have a different not that I'm saying you'll suddenly love children but you'll I think you might love the child because you might see Tiffany in the child and you'll know this child from like the beginning of its life so you might you might have an attachment there that you might not have with most kids or not maybe not but like you know well, I think that we need to, te- that's an expectation that I'm tr- like, we need to temper now. Right. Like, so I've been saying, yeah. it was like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to, pr- I, I'm going to tolerate your child, but I don't promise to like have a relationship and like love sure. your child because like, that's not something that I personally signed up for. Right? right. And I've always said this, this is just like a natural organic thing. And and this isn't to be mean to anyone that I've been friends with in the past mm. or in the future, but like, if you're not married or have kids before I meet you, it's very unlikely that after one of those two big events that I will continue to be your friend. Mm. And like, it's not, it's a very natural organic way it ends. Like there's never like a big falling out. It's just like, um, what is most important to both of us has changed. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. I and that's yeah. fine. And I'm, I don't hold grudges against anyone who like invited me to their wedding. And that was the last time I saw them. Cause there's a lot of people that that oh, is same. the case for. So it's just like, it's it's fine but it's just like if you come like I have a friend who has she's already married and already has kids and like that you know like it's not an adjustment it's just like oh that's just like where you are right but that's what's happening now I think that it's a little bit harder to grow into those new scenarios yeah I I definitely have a lot of well not a lot of friends but like I've had friends that they make me feel like I am like very behind in life because they are just living a very different uh life than than I am mm-hmm. um not granted I also don't want the life that they have so it's not like a, a jealous thing or anything like that but I've had friends where I've just I've I wouldn't say I've let them go but I've gently accepted that like you said in different places like I have friends that have had kids and then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm never going to see you again. Or I'm going to see you like, you know, once every maybe 10 years or something, you know, just because our, like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't really want kids. And when I see, my, I really just don't want them. Like, I can't see it happening for me. The closest I get to saying I want kids is like, well, if I happened to fall in love with someone, and they wanted kids and they and maybe we could like if they could make me fall in love with the idea maybe but even that feels kind of like bad because it's like me being convinced to be a parent it's probably something i have an equal level of passion for um like if i meet a guy on 
like a date or something he mentions wanting kids it is kind of a like fuck you know I'm, I'm not excited to find it out yeah I don't know what that says about me I think it just means that I you know I think it just means you don't want kids I think that's, that's what okay. it means yeah <laughs> and, and people some people have hard time understanding that that it doesn't matter how old you are like the expectation is like always like kids <laughs> And like at this point, it's like now I'm I'm 30 and like I don't want kids in my like my I am the age that my mom had me. Oh, I mean, I'm at the age where, yeah, like me and my sister had both been born. Like, you know, like, it's, right. so, so it's just it's it's interesting to think about things like that. And it's like, well, if I had a kid now, oh like God. today, a, a child came into my life and they were a newborn. Uh, I'd be 48 when they graduated high school. And then yeah. it's, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, oh, I think if I had all a... time. Yeah. You have a kid instantly think about 20 years of your life, essentially being wrapped up in them in a very intense way. Obviously you'll I always mean... be connected to them, but like through college, like you're very, you're very in their orbit, you know? Well, I think, yeah, I think that's like an ebb and flow thing and depending on your relationship sure. with your parents yeah, or, what, right. or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you do have to consider like, oh, this is, I, I don't like forever commitments. <laughs> I don't like, because that's one like you can't undo. Like you can get divorced. You can't, but you, I guess you can't. You can't just be like, you're no longer my child. pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> like they make movies about it. It's like very. Yeah, they very do. Bad. There's a lot of movies about it. So <laughs> like, and also, and I think sometimes when I say this out loud, people look at me like, oh, that's sad. But when I imagine my future, I don't imagine like holidays surrounded by family. I imagine like me and my other like non, you know, rather ch- childless friends going mm-hmm. on some fabulous like holiday like trip together. And like, I don't know, like I just imagine holiday parties and just a, a different type of life. I guess I don't have that traditional attachment to like what, you know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe also because my family is like very not that close that I don't since I don't have that sensationalized version of oh, and Christmas is this, and oh, and Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is this huge to do. I'm like, well, like my best Thanksgivings. No offense to my family, have been the couple of Thanksgivings where I couldn't go home, and we had like a big friendsgiving type thing, and I those to me were so much more fun and made me realize that holidays really can be like stress-free and it can Mm -hmm. be a completely different vibe than what we assume like it's almost like normalized trauma sometimes with family time like you know you go home for christmas and you just like you know are kind of spiraling for half of it and it's like well god jesus christ yeah it's interesting that's all that's just my personal shit but like yeah i don't know (laughs) We like turned it into like now we're gonna talk about our stuff. So yeah, just a little bit me. based off of this question. <laughs> Segue back to my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I would say just it's all about communicating. Or if you don't want to deal with it anymore, just cut them out and you can do that. And that's kind of was out the fuck it with yeah. it. Just because that that story pissed me off so much. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck them. But that's obviously yeah, family I don't know. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, anytime someone's like, well, they're anti-vaxxers, I'm like, well, don't talk to them. You're on a different uh, plane of existence right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I don't, under- I don't understand that. You're so right. uh, if we can't get past that, then I can't get past whatever other things you have going on. <laughs>
Um, okay, so I, I guess I'll just choose. Okay, so would you rather hear um, a, a story about porn or a story about a text sent to the wrong person? I'll let you pick. Do you know, do you have an opinion on which one is better? They're just different. There is one's funnier and one is more like, uh oh, what do I do? Let's go funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> this was also from, I think this was, oh, this was from Ask Gabros on okay. Reddit. Okay. Not the Ask Gabros over 30. Just yeah. <laughs> no, these are under 30. Yeah. Okay. Um, the title is Do You Guys Ever Read Erotic Stories Instead of Watching Porn? I know it sounds a bit silly, considering that porn is so free and readily available, but I feel like sometimes it's nice to take a bit longer with it and let the imagination run wild. Plus, there are some scenarios or specific body types that porn just really doesn't do well with. I think Mm -hmm. a properly written story could come across a lot more authentic. Just wondering if I'm really weird or if there are more people that (laughs) think the same. LOL. I mean, I read more erotica than I watch porn. Really? I do. Yeah, oh. I, I agree with... Dear writer, <laughs> I agree with you. I'm I'm with you. I would rather... Uh, it's a lot easier to find, like, very specific scenarios you might mm-hmm. want to dabble in. Um, like fan fiction? No, no. Uh, well, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't read fan fiction, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I don't think that that's... The original intention of fan fiction wasn't to be smutty, and I think it's kind of turned into something that it wasn't really intentioned. Right. Uh, no. So, like, um, like there's, a, I'm going to throw out some websites. So, oh. in case anyone wants to check these out, um, there's a website called nifty.org. They have a bunch of subcategories that you can just kind of like filter if there's certain things that you're into, like, if you're into authoritarian things or just like reading stories about masturbation or like adult friends mm-hmm. or like college scenarios like you know like it's just I think that's easier to find and it's not it goes beyond just like like let's lose a, a classic scenario like someone coming like delivering a pizza in porn <laughs> because like it's always a to z very quickly in porn where it's like a scenario that's very loose and then it's like all of a sudden they're naked right. and someone's sucking someone off and it's right. always it's like you can always predict the order of operations in porn where it's like pizza you're making dick. yeah well well no you're like making out and then someone's sucking someone else's dick and then someone's getting their ass eaten and yeah. then penetration starts for like the last five to seven minutes and yeah. then that's it and so like and that I don't know. Like penetration is like actually not my favorite thing to watch either. And I don't really like watching blowjobs, but like I know that those are hot things that I like enjoy in real life. But like watching them, I'm like, this is like this is like rough to like look at. (laughs) Like I don't know the player. But also this person, like, there's something freeing about being able to like picture it however you picture it, or you can like picture yourself as one of the characters without it being a POV, which is like something that's (laughs) you have to seek out. You know what I used to do? I used to, when I was looking at porn, I would look for porn stars that looked like a crush that I had. So I could use my imagination (laughs) that they were in the porn. That's darkness. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean like, no, it makes sense. But like in my head, I'm just like, that's, uh darkness but i like i like written uh if you like masturbation stories solotouch.com 
has a bunch of stories male 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 female like whatever you want yeah. co-ed group scenarios whatever you want uh i also beyond reading erotica i like audio porn if that's oh. anyone else has ever explored that avenue i very much enjoy that too so interesting there's a subreddit called gone wild audio but then there's also one called gone wild audio gay and that's where i spend a lot of time perusing gone wild audio gay throw in some headphones <laughs> and uh, I, yeah i don't know i don't i actually vis- visual porn is not my favorite type wow. of okay, uh, so material for masturbating because for me, I was like, this is wild. Who wants to read a book? I don't want to get off. Well, they're not, bu- <laughs> I wouldn't say I read like books, but I read like short stories. I'm just stories. being stupid. Yeah, no. Yeah, I- yeah. I'm just saying, like, I-, I-, I, if I had like a book of erotica, I would not like carry it around. You know, like that's not like really what I'm doing. <laughs> like, yeah, first of all, once I've read the story, I've read it. Sure. What if, had a- what if someone had a favorite book? Like, do you ever have a story you reread? yeah wow okay oh that's what i was wondering see that's what i was i was curious about because in my brain i thought like well you know visual porn i feel like i could watch that i I mean i do i have ones that are like my go-to like oh right like i have ones where my old reliables where like if i need to be like somewhere in five minutes like this is the one to watch Um, same thing with stories (laughs) i guess i i guess i thought like if it was like if i was reading it it wouldn't have the thrill when i because i feel like there's nothing to look at. I'm such a visual person that for me, I'm like, well, there's nothing for me to look mm-hmm. at. So if I'm reading the story, I won't have, I won't discover anything the second time. I've already read it. That's fascinating. Uh, yeah. Also, you could imagine the scenario different when you're reading True, it. Fair like, enough. you know, it's uh, maybe you just need to use your imagination just a little bit more. Zach. Oh, 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 <laughs> is that that? Is that that? <laughs> I will no, say, I, I used to be a much bigger reader than I am now. And actually it's one of my, um, tasks for my future self is like you're gonna read more because you should love reading i used to like fly through books mm-hmm. like i was one of those weird accelerated reader kids that was just like like flying through books when i was a kid and i did used to always imagine the books as like like a whole fucking movie in my head and i'm like oh, that would like like i actually would hate film adaptations because i would go like that's not what they look like and they're like based on what <laughs> like my brain <laughs> that's what's based on um yeah, maybe I'll try it. I remember when I was younger and horny, you know, and had not a lot of outlet for my sexual feelings. I think I did read a lot of erotica stories. I think I, it was pretty hot when I was like, you know, young and couldn't even drive anywhere. And I would just read these stories and be like, well, this is mm-hmm. this is fun. And sometimes if you find like a good series, which sometimes you do, mm. like you could like their stories for a while and it's the same characters if you want to revisit them but in a different scenario wow but the only thing that gets frustrating is sometimes people start writing things and they don't finish them and so then you're just like (laughs) i really wonder what happened to joe you know paul joe three chapters from now that i'll never get to read you know i did used to love reading like like even though if i'm now i'm convinced at least half of them were bullshit but like uh real life stories quote unquote of like I'm going to tell you a story about when I fucked this gas station attendant when I was 22. And you're just like, that's wild. Where were you watching? Where was this? This is like on, this is online. Like, oh, what are some like, like it was probably on Reddit. It was like, what's, what's a real life sex story? And I'm just hmm. like, you know, I'll tell I, you about when I <laughs> fucked this, you know, guy on a pool table when I was, you know, 25. I would say 
if this person wants to like dabble in visual stuff, if you can find a person with a body type that you like that has an uh, like an OnlyFans or something like that, subscribe I will say, for a month, see what happens. OnlyFans is very fun because it gives you, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you get to, it's almost like you're following, oh, it's not almost like this, you are doing this, following uh, yeah. someone's entire sexual journey. Where And it's like more interesting because it's real. Yeah, because it's like, oh, here's this guy that I had a hookup with, and now you're going to watch it. And then next, find out what happens next week in the life of my <laughs> sex life. Like, some of these guys are just be. I'm like, damn, how much sex are you having? There's, like, so much material. Uh, see, I like solo stuff better if I'm watching videos. I don't know if that, that, that says about me. Lot. See, if I go to someone's OnlyFans, I see it's, like, 90% solo stuff. I'm like... <sighs> oh, that's, like, my jam. See, that's my we're jam. so different. Okay. Actually, you know what's so funny is right now my favorite person I follow on OnlyFans is straight, and I even watch them when they fuck girls. <laughs> so oh my. So that's that. Sometimes if you're hot enough, that's enough. If you're hot <laughs> like, enough, like that's like enough that. for me. <laughs> Man, I don't even know. Um, did you have anything else you want to share before we wrap things up? No, the last one I grabbed wasn't as interesting, and we we have had long conversations today. <laughs> Yeah, I have one that I could have done, but it's also, it's a much, it would open up a lot of uh, dialogue. Yeah, maybe I'll save it for next week. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we like, can always, if, you know, we can always use them next week. Next week on Messy Mondays. Uh, yeah, yeah, I almost said it bears repeating, and I was like, stop. No, stop it. Not the podcast. Because <laughs> this one was about like narcissism in the gay community, and I would like to get into that. Yeah, that maybe we should. St- maybe that's something we could talk about at the top of the episode because I, I feel like that's something we could talk about for ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put a check next to that. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna notate that. Well, yes, I guess that's been another Messy Monday. Again, if you want to leave a voicemail for us, you can call the official Messy Mondays hotline 412 558 or write into at gmail.com. Tom, where can people find you online and leave you uh, fan erotica? <laughs> <laughs> at one point, this is like a real quick side note. At some point during It Bears Repeating, someone had threatened to write a uh, fan fiction about me and Sean Mendez. And I was like, no, <gasps> please do that. Please let me read that. <laughs> I was like, can you please do that so I'm not the person who does it? Because I would read that. Um, no, so you can find me on YouTube at Hot Mess Tom, H-A-U-T-E-M-E-S-S-T-O-M. That's makeup content. It Bears Repeating, which is one of Pittsburgh's best podcasts. We're up mm-hmm. for uh, best podcasts at Pittsburgh. So you can vote for us. You can find that in my Instagram handle, which is like the same as my YouTube. And uh, listen to It Bears Repeating and Recollect, which is like my other podcast. All of the content I'm making. So right these days. Where can people find you, Zachary? Zachary. You can find me at Zachary with no H on Instagram and Twitter. And I also host a RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast. If you would like to follow along with All Star 6 with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Gays Watch and on any, you know, podcast platform you want to go to. Uh, and yeah, I don't even know. And That's it. Be on the lookout for updates whenever this show is its own show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's happening. It's happening. It's I don't know slow when. It's evolving. Like, I've like, got a lot of Apple Podcasts on. is just being rude. For whatever yeah, for some reason, Apple Podcasts is the one that's like, mm, not yet. Not yet. We're almost ready. 
I, I feel like if I had to do that again, I've never, I had spent so long since I had to like figure out how to do that. I would yeah. mess it up. I would not know how to do it anymore. Just a quick goog. I mean, I remember when I did um, Two Gays Watch, the Apple podcast was one of the last ones that came through. So I guess it's so weird. I don't know. They're just really stuck up is the problem. How rude. Like, oh, you want to be on top? Na, 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 I love how that song was so sexual. It, It was. And then someone posted on TikTok, they were like, does anyone remember when Tyra Banks was making music? It was like, shake your body, body, shake your body, body, shake your body, body, shake your body, 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 body,